All right, Dave, what is going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, man. How are you? Doing good. I am doing well. Uh, we have now recorded two episodes of our show, Breaking Board. We are on episode three. We actually haven't released any of these episodes yet, so we're doing awesome. Um, right. And But we're trying so, to put a number of episodes together so that when we release these, there's you know a good amount of content for people to listen to. So we're now we're on episode right. three. There'll be, there, there'll be a wide breadth of content because right now we're not down a consistent schedule, but we will get there. Uh, I also want to point out that we don't have any production value right now, um, but we we'll don't. get there. We aren't. We're, yeah, we're, we don't. We don't have production value. We're using uh, our uh, really high quality iPhone headsets, or at least yeah, I am. You're using something we're, else. We're really bootstrapping this thing. Like it, it, it's pretty pretty low tech, pretty low quality. Um, I hope the content overcomes that. Uh, we don't have, you know, any real theme music. We don't have, you know, segments and all those things. But I'm, I'm thinking, you know, at some point we're going to have that. We're going to look back on this like 100 episodes from now. And, you know, we'll be like, wow, we were, we were ghetto as shit. Like, what the hell were we thinking? Like, this is terrible. Let's get but to like okay. 10 episodes first and let's let's just try to like cross that. We'll cross that bridge when we get Look, there. I'm I'll be being, happy if we get to 10 I'm being, episodes. <laughs> I'm being optimistic. Okay. So, so it's episode three, Dave. It is, uh, it is December 30th. We're, we're about to hit 2017. Um, before we end the year. Oh, why why you got to date this thing? Why not? (laughs) Why not? People got to know. And so today, what are we, we're, we are talking about VR, virtual reality. Um, virtual reality. It has been kind of all the rage this year, right? I think, uh, you know, I think the, the well, the, I think it was the rage. I think, I think, uh, like even I was, I was psyched up for it. You know, I was like, wow, you know, you end up this whole world. You know, I remember seeing like the uh, the Oculus Rift, like uh, initial, you know, the early development kits and all these things. And I'm like, I don't have a PC to run it, and I don't want to spend the money and all that stuff. But I'm like, oh, this looks super interesting. Like, I am, I am psyched for the future. This looks, this looks amazing. Um, so, so what we're going to do today, right, is we're going to just do kind of a, a, a review of kind of the state of VR, what these things look like. You have a PSVR, right, which is the PlayStation's VR, and so you've got kind of a lot of thoughts on the tech and what you've played. I've tried, you know, I, my brother has Oculus, so I've spent some time there, um, but let's just kind of dive into this and just kind of, you know, you talk about... You've also played with my PSVR. I have also played with your PSVR. I had a good time. It was fun. Uh, but let's just talk about kind of the state of this thing and just kind of go from there and, 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 and as usual, see what happens. So uh, we have three headsets that are kind of the big headsets in the market, right? They're the Oculus Rift, which if I recall correctly, it was actually a Kickstarter. Um, it was a Kickstarter. It was a Kickstarter. They formed into a company. They were backed by tons and tons of um, users. I think they raised a couple million dollars. Eventually, they were acquired by Facebook for like, what, a couple billion dollars? I can't remember. Some, some, some odd billion. I think it was two billion. Yeah, so they're a Facebook company now, which is really interesting. Then you have um, the HTC Vive, which was made um, by, you know, in conjunction with HTC as well as Valve. Um, so they have a headset in the market that's pretty interesting. And then you have PlayStation VR or PSVR, right, which is PlayStation's offering, um, works with the PS4 and the PS4 Pro. Um and I guess the first thing that we should talk about is that these things are pretty damn expensive right now, right? Um, I, I don't. Yeah. How much uh, the is barrier that? entry barrier, barrier for entry is pretty high. It is. I mean, high. yeah, you're, you're you're looking at you know for the most for most consumers, you know, they're like, oh, like I'm not even going to buy a PS4 even though it's like 250 dollars, and then you're asking like, okay, so 
PSVR now is, is, is if you want the whole kit and caboodle, it's 500 bucks, which really in the term, terms of the old grand scheme of things isn't that much money. Uh, but then you look at, you know, the uh, Oculus Rift, which is $600 just for the headset. And then you got $200 for the motion controller, which just released this last month. Right. And then you've got the HTC, uh, the Vive kit, all of it with the whole, you know, they started the whole room scale thing before, you know, Oculus even had their controllers. They had the whole set, which is still 800 bucks. And then on top of that, you have to have a computer that can is capable of running it, which I don't have. And that's going to run you about a thousand dollars, or probably maybe eight hundred now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not cheap. I mean, you, you there's a lot to get started. Yeah, and and one of the things that I realized too, and my, I think my brother, so so my as I was saying, my brother um, has an Oculus, and so he you know he used to be, I think, when we were younger, a fairly somewhat of a big gamer. But you know, as he's gotten older, he isn't really. Um, you know, I wouldn't really call him a gamer I've anymore. Never, have... I've, I've never, I've never known your brother as a gamer, but I mean, yeah. I did back in the day, but we're talking about like, you know, I remember playing like Nintendo and I remember playing like Donkey Kong country with him on super Nintendo and staying up for hours. But anyways, that was a long freaking time ago. <laughs> but, but so he got an Oculus and he got, and he, he bought, you know, he had to buy this PC and then he, he actually, actually, I forget. He, he didn't buy the PC. He actually built one. And so he got somebody to build it, but he bought all the components individually. Then I remember he was having problems with setup and drivers. And it just reminded <laughs> me how much of a headache PC gaming can be. Um, but yeah, it's really, really expensive, right? Like you said, it's, it's you know, the headset, the controllers for the Oculus, and then like a $1,000 PC. You're talking about, you know, $1,800 plus dollars, depending on the type of PC you buy, right? Um, yeah. Similar thing with Valve, right? Because you need to have a PC with the with the PSVR, right? You get you know five hundred dollar for the full set, which includes, if I'm if I'm correct, it includes the camera, the PlayStation camera, as well as the Move controllers. Uh, mm-hmm. But then you need to buy a PS4, right? If you don't have a PS4, you have to buy a PS4. Right. Which you can buy one for about two hundred fifty bucks. Slim. You can buy the Pro for four hundred or three fifty if you're savvy enough to find the deal. Uh, yeah. So uh, altogether, about seven fifty to eight hundred bucks, um, a lot cheaper. Than the PC. Right. So, so the PlayStation VR is definitely the most digestible in terms of price point. It's still, in the grand scheme of things, you know, especially for I would say the <laughs> average consumer. <clears throat> excuse me. It's it's still quite expensive, right? That's that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's to out of spend. reach unless you're really super interested in it, or like you you know, had a really good VR experience or, you know, there's some other compelling reason why you'd want to buy this thing. There's really no reason for people to buy it. And at least not yet. Uh, yeah. It's really for early adopters, uh, people who want, are really interested in the technology and get in there and do it. And that's why I did it. You know, I've been super interested in it. You know, I kind of work in the field of interactive media and I really wanted to, you know, see what it was all about. And, you know, I already had a PlayStation. It seemed like the, the, the lowest barrier for entry was the PSVR, and I could, I could get that, and I could see what the whole experience was about, and I, I kind of bought it on a whim. Yeah, um, you I definitely fought, did. <laughs> I, I, I fought myself. Like I, I know it was like sold out on Amazon or whatever, and I would just be checking the stock, and and I just looked at it, and I'm like, okay, sold out. You know what? I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm not even gonna touch it. And then I refreshed one day, and it's like, buy now. And I'm like oh it's available and i clicked buy i said do you want to check out i'm like yes and said okay you're good i'm like what what the fuck did i just do (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and so i did it 
Uh, and I think that was just, I, I was, it was, it was going to happen no matter what, just because I was so intrigued. I was like, no. So, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to kind of your thoughts as you and I have talked about this a bit, but we've, and I've tried it again at your place, but you know, you've spent a lot of time on it, obviously, since you have the device, but before we do that, um, it would probably, it would seem obvious, right? That the price point, given the price point of the PSVR, let's call it. You know, with the base PS4, let's call it around $750, you know, plus tax compared to the Vive and the Oculus, um, which are, you know, $1,800 to $2,000, if not more. Um, it would, it's, it's easy, it's safe to assume that the, the, the Rift and the Vive are better from a technology perspective, right? Um, Obviously. And the I mean, PSVR is, is lower, you could say it's lower quality. Um, but what I find interesting is that, you know, I, again, I haven't tried the Vive, um, but the Rift, and I, so I tried the Rift first before I tried the PSVR, and, you know, I, I think a lot of people have, have been, one of the early things people have been talking about is the resolution of the display, um, that it has kind of what people call the 10. screen door effect, right? And I, I don't know, right. what, is, are they really, is it 1080? Is each eye I think, 1080? I think, I, I think each eye is 1080. I think I think that's right. But for whatever reason, when you have a 1080p screen, I guess two 1080p screens kind of so close to you, um, you know, you get the screen door effect. It can sometimes look a bit blurry because it's that close to you, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so it doesn't look as good as you know when you're when you're sitting on your PS4 and you're playing a uh, a game on your television, you know, sitting seven eight feet away. It, it certainly doesn't look as good. But what impressed me is that after trying the Rift, you know, I thought, you know, I, I noticed the screen door effect. I, no, I noticed that it looked kind of low resolution um, compared to, you know, again, like I, when I'm playing a game on my, on my screen. But uh, then I tried the PSVR and it seemed, in my opinion, very, very close, especially for such a considerable price difference. Very, very close. I was extremely impressed with how good the PSVR looked in comparison to Rift. And so yeah, the quality is really good. Uh like in terms of the headset, like the the the, the build quality is fantastic and I think the resolution there's not not a huge difference uh, in screen resolution between uh you know something like the Oculus Rift and the PSVR. I think where you where you find the difference is is in the back tech. Um you know, the computer is going to be much much more powerful than the PlayStation 4. And so it's going to be able to generate more effects and, and generate, you know, longer draw distances and, you know, overall just, you know, better quality environments than, you know, the, the PlayStation is going to be able to generate. But overall, the PlayStation tech, is, I mean, it, it does a considerable job of, of, you know, doing convincing VR. Yeah, and so and so, you know, let's let's now let's. I'd love to hear kind of your thoughts on some of the games that you've played, um, what's kind of been memorable and why, um, and and kind of take it from there. Yeah, to start off. Uh, I'll start off with like uh, London Heist. Uh, I had you play this when you were here. Yeah, uh, you were in Chicago a few weeks back, and I said this is the one thing. Like, if you're if you're gonna try PSVR, this is the one thing you have to try. Um, just because I thought it was like the most immersive experience um, that you could that you could have on the PSVR right now, um, that's that's arguable depending on you know what you're playing. But that's it's the one that stood out to me, the one where I was just like, it's the one that made me go, oh holy shit, like I am actually in this environment. I am I am I am part of this, and it's where you're you know you're part of this kind of whole 
heist deal is kind of snatch like and you're stealing a diamond and you get into shootouts and there's a whole thing where you're in this uh i think my favorite part is when you're in a car uh with a guy and you're you're in this kind of like getaway and there's guys on motorcycles and you're leaning out you can lean out the window and start shooting them with uzis and stuff like that you know it's just you know and you're using your controllers as guns and you actually feel like you have guns in your hands and i think that's where you're just like holy shit this is this is something completely different in terms of game and do you think you yeah know, and so so i played this too i thought that this was great yeah how'd you yeah, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, it's definitely like a really, it, it's a it's a cool experience. And I think the interesting thing about VR and, and kind of the way that it works, having the displays, um, you know, so close to your eyes and kind of being kind of in this world is it it makes you, even if even with the graphics, the graphics tech, because of the displays that it's powering is not quite at the level of kind of what we're paying, what you you might be see, playing when it with a with a standard game on a PC or a PlayStation, but because of the way that it works, because there's motion tracking, because you can you know you're holding your move controllers or your, your Oculus Touch controllers and you're see and you're seeing kind of your hands then represented the game, it feels and, and, as and if you're there, and it's stereoscopic. You know, you have right. that 3D, you have that sense of depth. Right, right, um, right, right. right. And I noticed when I was watching you play, and so you're in the pub or whatever, and you're listening to the guy talk, and there's the cigar, and you can light it, and like your inclination when you pull that cigar to your mouth is to inhale, and I think you really wanted to do that, <laughs> and then like I know I noticed myself wanting to do that too. You're just like, you know, sucking on that cigar, but there, there is no cigar there, but you're, you know, you you feel like it is there, and it's kind of crazy. It's it's kind of weird. It's actually, but it's it's funny you mention it. I feel like it's the little <clears throat> things like that that are the most fun things to do. Was it? And I can't remember for sure, but also you could. Was there a lighter, and you could actually light the cigar? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so just like that kind of stuff, basically when you have your hands represented in the game and then being able to kind of do things like that is when I was like, wow, this is just really cool and really fun. Obviously, there's way more to the game than that, right? You're, actually, you're not even doing anything at that point. You're like sitting down. Yeah, you're sitting down and someone's talking to you and, and you can just, just kind like of mess around. You're with things, but you can just like throw things there, do whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. It, it, I, I agree. It was so stupid that you're just like, pushing buttons or, or picking things up or whatever, but it's so immersive and everything's done in real kind of space uh, that it, it's just, I don't know, there's something entertaining about it. Yeah, and so I think I think London Heist is a really good example of kind of, you know, why VR works and in terms of somebody, it's, it's kind of like, it's in its core gameplay, it's kind of like a rail shooter, right? Um, but you know we've we've been playing rail shooters yeah, it's, it's, in, in arcades. In yeah, but yeah, it's not in depth. But remember, we were playing these things like in, what, what was it, Virtual Cop, right? Where you're kind of like your yeah, your character's moving, exactly. or there's been I think there's been Resident Evil rail shooters. But like in VR, it's so much more fun, right? Because you control what direction you want to look in. You're seeing characters come in 3D. You're holding these things that feel like your hands and your guns that you're holding represented in the game. Right. So it's or a like lot more immersive. Like, and it's like way when you're more stealing fun. the diamond and you're at the desk and you can like duck behind the desk. I mean, and you're, you're actually, you, you're, you can physically duck, you know, you're moving your head and you're putting down. And that's what I kind of wanted you to do. You're like, well, how do I get out of the way of this? I'm like, dude, duck. 
you know, it's like, what are you doing? Um, it, it's hard to get over that at first because, you know, you can't really do that. And you're like, oh, which button to duck? It's like, no, you actually physically duck. Like, get on the ground, do whatever, you know? Right. Um, you know, and, it, and it's, totally, it's totally different to, you know, think of, think of games in this way, but it, it really, really puts you in there. Uh, and that's, it, it was, that was a really cool moment for me, like the, the first real moment where I'm like, okay, this, this is something different. Yeah. Um, so, so what else? I know, kind of, you know, looking at our, our, our notes, I know there's a, there's a couple of different titles that you've kind of listed as, as I'm sure you, you've played a lot by now, but kind of what else was, uh, what else was interesting to you? Uh, yeah, just to gloss, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on each of these. Um, I'll say uh, on the same disc, which is the PSVR Worlds, which is overall, it's a decent disc. Um, it came with the whole $500 pack. Uh, London Heist is in there. And then there's Ocean Descent, which is in there, which is basically this kind of like Universal Studios type thing where you, you're, you're in a cage and, you know, somebody's talking to you over the radio and, you know, kind of leading you down this... Um, down, down in the ocean in this cage. Um, and actually over Thanksgiving break, I had, or it's not a break because I work for a living, uh, Thanksgiving weekend, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, my parents were visiting. And so I had my mom put on the headset and, and go down, go down in the ocean descent. I did not tell her that eventually a shark was going to attack. And I think you've seen the video, I videotaped her uh doing that which was very uh, nice of you i'm sure, you're, I'm sure your mom appreciated posted you posted on facebook yeah exactly she was, she was fucking pissed um <laughs> <laughs> she was not happy uh but it was hilarious uh you know at first she's like oh this is cool oh my god there's the jellyfish and oh, oh this is cool and then the shark comes and then immediately she just gets on the ground and just starts screaming uh <laughs> <laughs> it's just like my dad is just laughing her asses off. Um, but yeah, I mean, for my mom, she's like, oh my God, it's so real. This is crazy. She's like, I know I'm in your living room, but I, I, I swear that I swear that the shark was going to eat me. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very convincing, very convincing tech. And I think that's a good entry level for somebody to get on there, uh, especially if you want to freak them out and have a good laugh. And I think that's kind of, you know, when tech is game changing is when the average person who might not be a gamer, right? I wouldn't call your mom a gamer, even though I think she used to play a lot of Peggle. Um, She was pretty good at Peggle. She she did play Peggle. She she plays the Candy Crush. Oh, the Uh, Candy Crush. Oh, she loves the Candy Crush. Um, um, but but yeah, I mean, it's 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 when something's kind of game changing. I think revolutionary is when anyone can really appreciate it and and right. is like, wow, this is this really amazing. The Wii. I, I, the, the Wii kind of started that, you know, with the motion controls, and I think this is just a next level of that. Um, I don't think it's the gimmick that the Wii was, but uh, it's that that kind of paved the way for something like this for motion controls to really have a purpose, like motion controls. Like the PlayStation Move didn't really have a purpose until now. Right. Um, the one-to-one motion didn't make sense until you could actually deal with it within a first-person perspective, or you know, um, in a VR environment. Right. So, any other games that you want to dive into? Or shall we? Shall we continue? Um, I'll, I'll gloss over a couple, and I'll, and I'll tell you. Uh, I'll just, all I'll say about Batman Arkham VR. Uh, 
which I recommend for everybody if you have a PlayStation VR to do it, uh, because you will become Batman, and that's <laughs> there's something just something really cool about that. Uh, you know, you're, you you put on the, the the cowl and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm Batman. They can do a little dance as Batman. It's great. Um, so aside from that, no, it's just a really kind of it, it's only like an hour long. It, it it's super short. You know, like most of these experiences, but it's well worth taking. Um, the most intense experience I've had is, which I didn't know, I had bought Trackmania Turbo a while back, and I never actually played it. Uh, and then one day I fired it up and saw that it had a VR mode. That's and, interesting. And, and what is and what what is the? I assume Trackmania. It's a it's some sort of racing game. But can you kind of explain? Because I've never heard very, of it. It was very popular on you know the PC. I think it was. I think it was an open source thing or something. Like, uh, it, it was, it's very big internationally. But uh, Ubisoft, uh, or Ubisoft, I don't know. Um, they, uh, I think they started publishing it, and so they released Trackmania Turbo. Um, it's a very good game, a very arcadey kind of racer, very time trial. Um, and so there's a lot of like loopy loops and you know, corkscrews and going really fast. And, and so now you're playing um, this with a VR headset in first person. Like that. Did, did, did it make you sick? Well, that's the thing is, is it's actually not in first person. Oh, it's um, not. It, no, they do it to it in third person. There's certain areas mm. where it will bring the camera in closer behind the car, but it never actually goes fully first person. I think they did a really good job kind of mitigating, you know, motion sickness. However, I will say that it's, it's, it's totally intense. Um, this is another thing I had my parents play while they were here, and, I, and obviously they weren't going to control because they have no idea what they're doing. But I'm like, okay, just take this as kind of a roller coaster ride, and I, and I, it was just a thing where you kind of go off a small jump, and then you do this really huge jump, like up a up kind of like a half pipe type type deal, mm-hmm. but it goes that you end up jumping over a limp and like landing like so you go up ninety degrees and then go over a chasm and then land <laughs> on the other side is it, it, it's batshit crazy and especially in uh vr because you get that feeling you get that kind of like pit in your stomach where you're like i feel i feel the motion and you know they had to stop because you know, they felt sick yeah they started feeling a little bit sick like I, I i'm not very susceptible to motion sickness uh it doesn't really affect me all that much and i'm like i want more of these kind of intense experiences i love it um i think i find it to be very cool yeah so so um so that's another thing too and we 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 should talk about that but i mean i I guess you know one of the things i want to go into now is kind of um something that i feel pretty strongly about i get that it's early days of vr um but in general you know i feel like the current i feel like there's a couple of challenges um that are inherent to new technology like virtual reality right um mm-hmm. the first is that you know given it's a very new space developers are obviously still learning um what w- the kind of experiences that will be fun that will be compelling um and, but i think right now at least from the, the 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 handful of tiles that i've tried they all feel like pretty they feel like pre- pretty limited um, they feel like a what you know. I think you know. Game developers say is they feel like a vertical slice, which is kind of like 
you know, a, a specific or, or piece of gameplay, that. and it's just that, right? Which or I get said, is... They just feel like glorified tech demos. Yeah, right? I, I, I actually do think that. I feel like, you know, you're... I don't know how much, you know, I guess some of these games came in demo discs with the demo disc, which is great. Um, so it's okay that they're small experiences. But if you're spending, you know, 20 30 $40, and you're getting, you know, 45 minutes of gameplay or the same mechanic, you know, is it worth it right now? And so I'm curious, you know, as to, given you've spent more time, I'm curious as to your thoughts on this. Yeah, so I'm finding, like, kind of the butter zone for, like, price is somewhere in the $15 to 30 range for a VR experience. And the reason why is because, like you said, they, they, they aren't, you know, these full-blown full games yet. You know, you're not going to have a Skyrim in VR or something like that. You know, you have these... You know, kind of very short experience. Like I said, Batman VR is like what two hours long, um, at most. Um, you have, you know, London Heist could be done in a half hour. Um, there's really not a lot of games that can be done in, in any length of time. And I think we're just try- we're we're at the we're at the beginning of a cycle for VR. And and you know, a lot of developers, you know, they're they're not making money yet. They're just trying to put something out there. They're trying to learn. They're trying to figure out, you know, what's going to work, what doesn't. And, you know, we're just not there at the point where we have, you know, mass adoption where we can put, you know, AAA games out there. Yeah, um, and that's that's actually a perfect segue that to, to, to kind of the next thing is that, you know, the because the market's so new, because, you know, I don't – I was actually looking at trying to find figures – um, I'm not sure if there's a concrete number as to kind of how many virtual reality headsets have been sold and are on the market. Um, but I, my assumption is that given the high price points, given that it's very, very new technology, um, it's, you know, if you were to compare, you know, how many people have a PS4, which I think is around, I think around 40 million compared to the number of folks with VR headsets, I get, I'm going to assume that's around one to two million max. Um, yeah, I may be completely I, I wrong. It. That's probably a good estimate, I'd but, say, totally. But, but because of that, the AAA developers um, are not going to be making, you know, they're not going to spend uh, a $40, $50, 60000000 million budget and two to three years of their time investing and, you know, taking all, shifting all of their development resources to making a, you know, 12-hour, <laughs> you know, Uncharted 5, right? Naughty Dog making the next Uncharted purely in VR, that could happen, you know, in a couple of years from now, five years from now. But for them, from a financial perspective, given the number of headsets on the market, um, there's just not enough. There's just not enough no, users it, out it, there. It, it doesn't make sense. And so, what you're seeing now is you're seeing like what the AAA developers are doing is they're kind of experimenting. They're coming out with like little experiences. Um, so, like for Call of Duty, there's the Call of Duty Jackal uh, experience. Uh, it's basically you get in a flying ship, uh, a spaceship, and you go around and you can, it's like a 15 minute thing. If you go and you go on outer space and you shoot some things, it's kind of cool. It, it, it wasn't great. But it, but it, um, does it, is it a separate, is it a separate uh, experience or does it come with? Yeah, it yeah, no, yeah, it was free. Oh. Uh, so I was able, even though I don't have Call of Duty Infinite. So, it, so yeah, it was, it was, it was nice that I got some, you know, free content. So one thing with being really adopter right now is I'm getting a lot of free content. So um, <clears throat> one thing I one thing I wish that was free was the uh, the X Wing experience that's part of Battle Battlefront, but uh, I don't have Battlefront, so 
I, I downloaded I was able to download it, but I'm not able to play it. Uh, but I've heard it's very cool. Yeah, so, so so I guess, you know, for folks kind of considering VR, you know, you, you have to go in with the expectation that you're not um, you're not going to get that, you know, triple you you I, I don't I, I don't want to say that you're I hate I don't want to say that you're not going to get that triple A experience cuz you're still getting these really unique, amazing, highly polished, compelling experiences, but you may not you, you your expectation can't be that you're going to get the next uncharted or the next last of us or the next, you know, devil may cry and you're going to have this kind of 12 uh, 15 no. 20 hour adventure because it's just not <clears throat> that right now for the most part i'm sure no it's there's not exceptions be that. it's um, not going to be that yet it's, it's mean, not going to be that and that's okay i just want to make sure that the our listeners know that that's the case in 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 case that they're considering making this purchase right so think about it in terms of like the way that, like the mobile gaming space is right now um or at least in the early days of the mobile gaming space where there was lots of little experiences you could try where they were kind of cool, they were kind of new, but there was nothing like really fleshed out. Like nobody really knew what they were doing quite yet. And I think if you like, remember when the iPhone came out and the App Store came out and it's like this, this, this kind of weird Wild West thing going on where they were just trying to figure things out. And that's where kind of VR is right now. Um, and even so, like a... a in a parallel fruit ninja just came out for vr uh which is one of the first kind of major mainstream uh mobile games so it's kind of a parallel there and i downloaded that i think it was 15 dollars on ps store and uh that's a really cool experience um you can play for like it's good for playing for like 10 minutes um but it's actually a lot of fun you feel like you have like two swords in your hands and you're uh swinging at fruit good time (laughs) Um, yeah. And so, so yeah. And so I just think that, you know, there's a, if, if this is something kind of, or the listeners are kind of considering getting, there's just, there's some caveats, I guess, I mean, caveats, just realities of kind of where the market's at. Um, yeah. To, I mean, to you of, have to go into it. One thing when I was reviews, when I was looking whether I was actually going to buy this or not was uh, like, I wanted to know what the downsides were and, and I couldn't really find a lot of downsides and i think this a lot of reviewers didn't want sh- <laughs> they don't people don't want this to fail and the reason they don't want this to fail is because it's so fucking interesting uh <laughs> is this this whole vr thing is so damn interesting that we want it to we everybody Everybody who's tried it wants to see the next generation of this. Right. So we, we want to see it succeed of, because we know we it's like a compelling it experience. It's, yeah, totally. it's so cool and, and the future of it is so amazing that we're like, yeah, I, I want you to invest in this because it's that amazing. And that's kind of why I wanted to invest in it. And I know there's limitations to it. You know, I'll, I'll be in a game, whatever, and, you know, I'll see the pixels, you know, I'll see the, the, the degeneration of of the image you know that compared to what you see on the normal tv you know mm-hmm. that's just not quite there yet but when you're looking at it and there's parts that will just wow you and those times that it wows you, you're like man that was that's worth it and so it's really up to you like whether it's you know whether it's for you because you know it's a big investment and so if you're super interested in it i say go for it if you're if you're kind of on the fence i say wait um, but if you yeah, because you you could you could purchase you, us something now and like Dave, how pissed are you going to be if in 
six to 12 to 18 months, new PSVR comes out. It supports room scale. Dude, it's way I, dude, better. I, You're going to be annoyed. Dude, I will not be pissed. Because you won't? I'll know. <laughs> I'll be, I won't be pissed because I'll know I helped invest in this future happening. That's true. Um, That's true. And, and that we are, that it is, if, if another PSVR is released and it's amazing, I'll be like, great. This thing is taking off and it's better for me. So I, I won't be so I, I just realized now you just kind of, as I kind of mentioned room scale, that's one thing we didn't talk about that's actually quite important. Now, I think you and I both don't have a very good perspective on room scale because we haven't tried it. I know I haven't. I'm not sure. No, I've had, I've had a small taste you, uh, only because the, the PSVR has very limited uh, room scale-ish uh, type functionality uh, within like a six foot radius. But just nothing compared to what you know the the vibe can do, or even the new Oculus Touch can do. Yeah, so that, so that's another thing too. I think the from what I've heard, and you know, one of my one of my good buddies, um, one of my other good buddies, has an HTC Vive, and he's like, once you try room scale, you are even. It takes the kind of the wow factor to the next level. Um, so that's another consideration. So you know, to folks that are considering. You know, maybe you already have a PlayStation and you and you want to try PSVR. You know, I do highly recommend you know before making your purchase trying the you know trying all three of these experiences really and seeing kind of what you like best and you know what you want to spend your hard-earned money on because um, I have heard amazing things about room skill, but again, I, mm-hmm. I don't really have much experience there. See, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till the next generation before you know investing even more in it. So like maybe like the next version of the Vive, maybe you know go for something like that, or the next version of the Rift, um, you know before going like room scale. I think right now what I have is a great taste of VR is now, and I don't feel that the extra upgrade is really going to be worth it at this time. But maybe for the next version, uh, I'm already sold on VR. So for the next version, I, I think I'm ready to go. Like I might, I might jump into you know really investing if I have the means, like you know, to make some more dollars. You know. Yeah, I think uh, so. So yeah, I mean, we're like we're we're at the beginning of the stage of technology. Um, like you said, you know, you're you making that purchase, right? You're kind of in indirectly um, investing in the future of this medium, and so I think it is going to be successful. I just think. You know, we've got a ways to go before it becomes mass market. Um, Absolutely. Because, because I think that, you know, I think that if, if, if a future comes where, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's the holidays and, and my wife can spend $300 and get me a great headset that has some sort of breakout box connected that powers an experience, that's going to be really interesting to a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's just a matter of time. Which, which we see this with with all of technology, right? Where, um, you know, doing things, doing new innovative things is very costly from an R and D and parts perspective, and eventually that stuff, uh, uh, that stuff starts to get better, and the price point starts to drop. But I think that's like three to five years out is my, and again, I'm just t- total guess. Um, but I, I'm, you might I'm not ex- be wrong. You so, sorry, say that again. See, so you might not be wrong. Might not. I mean, might. It could be, it could, might. <laughs> um, or it could, or or it could fail. Uh, who knows? I hope it doesn't. I, I, I hope it doesn't too. The, the other, it's the, too cool to fail. It, it is very cool. Now, this is another thing that I did want to mention. That's more 
I think it's my personal thing. So I've talked to a lot of people about this, and I think I'm the only person that cares about this. And so I'm curious as to your perspective. I'm curious as to... Are you talking about wireless? No, actually not wireless. I actually wanted to talk about the isolation of of VR. Um, One of the things about about gaming uh, is that it can be, in multiple ways, a social experience, right? You can play yep. online with random strangers or with your friends or you could sit you know next to people uh and and you know either play games together or and and so for me i I'm, I'm 34 years old i'm married i'm a big gamer um but i can sit you know on this on the couch and my wife's next to me and she's on her laptop doing her thing or you know working or whatever and i can sit there and pop up turn on my ps4 and i can play and we can still have a conversation interact with each other so i like that the second mm-hmm. that I put on a headset, that's no longer a reality. It becomes kind of isolating unless you're doing you're some kind of online gaming. But I seem to be the only... I've talked to multiple people about this, and it seems like no one else gives a shit about this except for me. <laughs> Am I alone in this? I think this is a big deal that people uh, aren't kind of highlighting. I think it's a big deal. I don't think, I don't think it's a huge deal. Uh, and the thing is, it... It is kind of a solitary experience uh, in terms of, you know, your initial surroundings of like your physical surroundings. You know, you're not going to be necessarily interacting with people. I know there's a a PlayStation VR um, or, okay, okay, there's a game called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, uh, which is a game that's (laughs) meant... Have you heard of this game? No, you know, no, but I, 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 I mean, I can take a guess as to what the gameplay is like, but, but okay, uh, I just, love the okay, name. Just, okay, okay, just based on the name, what do you think it's? The based on the name is that you keep talking and nobody explodes. Really, that that's the depth you're going to. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let let's ex- explain the game okay, for okay, us. Okay, okay, okay. So 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 basically, the premise of the game is that so one one person's wearing. That and the other people in the room uh, are, are outside. And so, and so the whole premise is that the person that's in the headset is in a room, like say in a movie, where they're in a room with, with a bomb, okay? And they're isolated with this bomb, and they have to figure out how to dismantle this bomb. Well, the only way they can know how to dismantle this bomb is to talk to people in the room. Uh, the people in their room have a manual. This is how to dismantle the bomb. And so they have to talk through the experience saying, okay, uh, I see a green wire. I see this yellow wire is here. Uh, what do I do? And they're like, okay, cut the green wire uh, because they looked up in the manual how to do it. But is, um, this, is this an online game? Is there like... No, a- this, is, this is physically like you're in the same room. and But that means everybody has to have headsets, right? No, absolutely not. No. So, so how are the other... The, oh, the people God. are actually looking in a physical manual. They're actually oh, looking in... Oh, Wow. Or on the, on the, it's also on the PSVR where the manual is on the TV screen. Ah, okay. So okay. they look at it that way. Uh, so it's kind of like a dual experience. Like somebody. That sounds like a fun party game. It does sound like a fun party game. So there's there's lots of there's lots of experiences you can have in VR that aren't just isolating. Um, some of them are, and that and that's okay because most of the times in VR, from what I've noticed, when you really only want to play it for like maybe half an hour to an hour tops. Uh, and then you're kind of done with it, and and I think that's okay because that you you your your body packs in a lot of experience during that time. Yeah, um, you know it's it, it's it's a lot more immersive. You know, it's a little bit more taxing on your system than a normal video game. So you really can't like take as much. Uh, so uh, I I don't see it as as much of an issue. Like 
I see it as more of kind of, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna have the experience, you're, you're gonna kind of digest a little bit and then. Yeah. I think you just broke up, Dave. Ah, sorry. It's all good. Um, yeah, so so I guess, you know, I think we had a couple of other points um, we were kind of considering going to going into. Um, you know, you know, I don't think there's much else. I, I think we were talking about whether, you know, obviously in the future we'd like to see it be a little bit more wireless. I think we'd want to see higher resolution. But, they, you know, that's something that's going to happen. Um, uh, eventually, and so we, yeah, it's not really worth worth talking about too much. So, so Dave, let's 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 close uh, let's let's close episode three of Breaking Board with um, you know our recommendations. Obviously, there's a lot of factors that we talked about uh, as to you know why that why it's a great experience, why it, how why it's early though. There, there's definitely you know there's the the cost of entry is really high, but. If you had to, you know, close out the podcast to give kind of a a buy or wait um, to a listener that, that to a listener, you know, get, given all the points that we've made, what is your verdict? Okay, so I have to kind of I kind of have to go off of if you're super curious about VR and you have a PlayStation Four, I say buy, go buy now. <laughs> <laughs> go buy it it'll be fun you're gonna have so much fun like bringing friends over trying it out and doing all sorts of crazy things you're gonna enjoy it okay um if you already have a super powerful pc and you're just like i kind of want something cool buy it do it <laughs> if if you have neither of these things uh or if you're just kind of middling in interest and you don't really care about it and this doesn't pique your interest at all or whatever eh, wait hold on uh it's not going anywhere um all of us who are really interested in it are gonna so yeah uh, don't worry about it um but yeah totally buy it it's it's pretty awesome so uh, so i'm gonna disagree with you here um just again i've i've had a great time with it i'm going to i'm gonna say that it's 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 better to wait um i think that even wow. if you own a playstation Four, um, it still is a heavy price point, and I just at this point I just don't think the experience. At the end of the day, this is all about content, right, and experiences. And I just don't think that the content's there just yet. And even with consoles in general, right, um, a lot of folks will end up adopting or purchasing the console when they feel like, hey, you know, I really want to play the you know the Last of Us two, or I really want to play. Halo 5, right? There's the, and I just think, for, and for obvious reasons, I'm not saying that this is bad, that that content's just not there yet. And so as soon as you know, some piece of content comes out or, or a handful of content comes out where it's like, okay, this is the game-changing experience I need to, we need to have, I think that's the time to buy. So for now, my strong, um, my strong uh, opinion is that it's, it's, it's a wait in my mind. I, I'm going to disagree just because I think <laughs> The experience overall is just worth it. So, bye. <laughs> bye. So, so Dave, uh, you yeah. know, Breaking Board, Episode 3. I thank you, my friend. Always good conversations. 
you know, to, to all of our listeners, you know, definitely give VR a try. There is no right or wrong answer. Uh, oh, definitely, definitely just, try it. Yeah, and definitely they, try it. What's going to be interesting is that there, there might be places that open up where you can, like, try the high-end VR. And I really hope like VR arcades kind of turn out. So that that that, that might be some. Um, so look, be on the lookout for those. And if you see one, go in, do it. It's fun. It's a great time. <laughs> awesome. All right, Dave. Well, that is the end of Breaking Board episode three. Um, stay, all of our listeners, stay tuned for the next episode. And thanks for listening. Peace. All right. Do it.